Hello everybody out there in Clicksland and welcome to 2022. This is the new year. I'm glad 2021 is done. It is a little unsettling that 2022 sounds like 2020 is repeating itself. So I am alerted on that front. But um, it's going to be a great new year. Lots of things are excitingly happening. Excitingly, is that the right word? Exciting going to happen with Hero Clicks this year. We got War of the Realms coming out. We've got set, was it 47, whatever, Disney Plus happening. Disney and Plus. Disney Plus. And then I don't know um, if there's been any rumors of what else is happening after that. Has there been any rumors of what's happening after? I feel like I've heard a rumor of some DC set happening, but I'm just going off of, like, they usually drop between March and May, so hopefully we'll see one, but... I don't think anything official's happened. We have we did get the little like preview of more LEs, I think, with the uh, the Phoenix Sentinel. That's I don't right. remember what else was in that picture, but I think that was like the one standout where I was like, Oh, cool, another two by two. Oh, is it gonna be rough? Like like Fulcrum or is it gonna be okay? Yeah, it's probably gonna be rough. I'll, I'll be straight honest. Um uh, I like always am your host. Adam with me in the studio as always is my co host Dan, and we have Anthony Bruno from Coffee and Clicks joining us tonight. Anthony, how you doing? How are you doing? Thank you for having me. Yeah, we had Anthony on the show way back when this was still a child of a podcast on June 2020. And uh, I thought we'd have him back because he is having a tournament coming up in a couple weeks, but we'll get into a minute. But before that, instead of getting into a how was our week, let's get into a how was our new year. Should old acquaintance be forgotten? And never brought to mind. Anthony, how was your New Year's? Uh, my New Year's was uh, pretty good. You know, um, I kind of stayed home most of the time. You know, uh, you know, with uh, everything that's going on with uh, you know COVID and everything, I kind of kind of laid low. But we still had fun. Um, Christmas was good. New Year's was good. You know, uh, you know the the. You know, I'm now I'm back at work and uh, everything's going going pretty well. I, I, I have no complaints. How were your empire polls? My empire polls, um, <laughs> um, pretty. You know, I I uh, I got one case. I usually just get one case, and I got um, Sentry and Hulk, um, and Prime T'Chaka too. So, not bad. I feel like not there's like... an abundance of Sentries and Deadpool's out there. <laughs> Like, everybody is pulling either Sentry or Deadpool. See, I, at least the cases I saw get pulled was pretty even. Like, I think I saw a Venom Mags and, what is it, Deadpool and a Norin and I can't remember the... Oh, Demon in Armor. But Demon in Armor and Mags were not in the same case. Yeah, I actually pulled a Demon in Armor in my World's Brick but I didn't get a Megs. I was hoping for the God Pack, but I didn't. Dwayne actually got the God Case, where it was Demon Mag. Armor, Beast, and Megs in a case. Nice. Um, but yeah, I got lucky in all my um, pulls. I just did get my Ultron Prime that I did a trade with somebody online. I'm not going to say his name, though, but thank you out there for trading me Ultron Prime. Um, Ultron Prime went on quite a journey. The gentleman mailed him out on 
do I still have it up, actually? Yes, I do, because Dan and me were talking about this beginning. Um, he mailed him out on the 22nd, and he just arrived today. So he went from Atlanta, I'm sorry, he went from Georgia to Atlanta to Pensacola, Florida to Wisconsin. So it took him about 10 days to get to me. I mailed out my trade to him on the 23rd, I think it was, and it got to him on the 27th. So mine arrived to him first. So I don't know why it backtracked all the way to Florida and then back up to Wisconsin, but it is what it is. I'm happy I got my Ultron. Uh, Dan, how was your New Year's? Um, it was interesting. My best friend Nick was ended up crashing with me because he's back from Minnesota for school. Um, so we we hung out for New Year's. Um, I have a, a yearly ritual where I cl- where I clean my house and um, I try to start fresh for the New Year. So I did that, um, and then I decided I would like to rearrange my apartment. So I did that. So my apartment is now quite different looking than it has been, but it's kind of nice, like. I'm just really starting fresh for the new year, so it feels good, honestly. But it was just wasn't something I thought of initially. I just like I like a clean house, you know, just putting everything out for the the last year and starting anew, basically. So it was good, though. It was quiet, but it was nice. Got to see the ball drop. That was cool. Haven't haven't done that. I didn't or I didn't do that last year, but I stayed up for it. So it was fun. It was fun to watch. Did something happen this year with the ball? I felt like I saw something that it went too early or it went too late or something happened. Oh, I wasn't paying attention that attentively. <laughs> I didn't see any issues. Okay. But I, yeah. I, I wasn't really paying attention to too much. But I thought something yeah. happened yeah. with it. I did stay up to watch the ball drop, but I mean, I wasn't wasn't paying that much attention. Yeah, I was just like, let's hit the thing, let's go. It's 2022, you know, pretty much. So, um, For my New Year's... Uh, went pretty well i had a wedding to film on new year's eve so that was up in green bay i did a lot of green bay weddings this year so if you listen to the podcast before i feel like every weekend i'm up in green bay but um i wasn't normally going to take it but with the new years and the holidays the bank account was running kind of low so i decided to take it and i did also have the couple get me a hotel because it was at the tundra lodge which is right next to the lambeau field and I didn't want to wake up the morning of and there would be a snowstorm in Wisconsin and then my two-hour drive turns into like a four- or five-hour drive. So I had them pay for a hotel uh, for the night because I didn't want to deal with it. And I just kind of had a night to myself without the kids and the wife. And my wife was like, oh, you get to sleep in. Lucky you. I'm like, well, when you're a dad for four years, you have that um, is it circadian rhythm clock that you got going on. Like I was up at six thirty. Like I didn't get to sleep in. It's just your body wakes you up after you've been waking up for four years at six thirty or earlier, and you just stay up. So I didn't really get to sleep in, but at least I got to spend um, the hotel uh, by myself, just a little vacay from the family. So it was nice, but I missed them, and I drove back the next night because my wife was going to come up with me the that day too. And we were going to spend an extra night because they have a water park there. But because COVID numbers are coming up, the wife was a little nervous of bringing the kids to a water park that was packed. So she decided to just stay home. But I hope everybody out there had a great New Year's, a safe New Year's. And let's kick off 2022 the right way. Um, So we are going to get straight into the news because that was our New Year's. So let's get into some news. All 
All right, we have a couple tournaments to talk about. That is one big reason why I had Anthony join us. But before we get into Anthony's, PJ Bolin wants to hold a tournament in August. So we're going to talk a little bit about his. He contacted me. We are going to, our clicksing it is going to be supporting some prizes for it because he is reaching out to a bunch of the podcasts. Wait, wasn't it April? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, not August, April. Um,. So let me find his post. Why am I not finding this? Come on here. Discussion. I just had it up. Oh, my gosh. This is embarrassing. Anyways, PJ Bowen reached out to me and a couple other podcasters out there uh, to see if we could get some prizing for the event. I said absolutely because we as a community, you know, I feel like we have to look out for one another. Uh, and I I have no problem, you know, mentioning other podcasts or people on this uh, podcast as well because, like I said, we are a big one community. We aren't a big community. <laughs> we really aren't. I was looking. I was trying. I'm always trying to figure out how many people actually play this game, and I I gotta say the number is probably around four thousand, five thousand people, uh, mostly because of the fact that on the international trading facebook page there's only like four thousand or five thousand four hundred people signed up and i feel like if you do play this game uh you're probably joining that so i want to say that's around there so we are a small community i want us to all look out for each other um so that's why i have no problem with mentioning uh other people's podcasts or shows on this one Uh, But let's get back to his tournament. So he says, Announcement time, guys and gals. I'm looking to host an in-person tournament in Kokomo, Indiana. The date, is that how you spell it? Or say it, Kokomo? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I believe so. Uh, The date is tentatively April 23rd, 2022. I I still have to discuss this with the venue to assure eligibility of that date, but but if it isn't that day, it will be within a week of that date. Entry fee is $30. This will get your admission into the main street or main event. As well, as well as a catered lunch provided by the venue. For those with uh, – he talks about food allergies. We'll pass that. The main event is traditional 300 points modern. This will start promptly at 10 a.m. Registration will be at 9 a.m. I will be holding a side event for 300 Bronze Age Limited that will begin later that day with a $10 entry fee. A local store will be running Battle Royals throughout the day whenever there are four people ready to run. I am judging the event. At some point, I will be looking for an additional person to run the win for me so that I can focus on the floor. I am looking to get a hotel block to help with the cost for people who would like to stay overnight Friday or Saturday. I can arrange some pickups from the airport, but I would like to coordinate times with each of you that would need to be picked up. Um, so it sounds like he's kind of going all out for this one. I'm not sure where he's having it. If I don't think Kokomo, no, that's not the same one as the one that they held for Worlds because that was up in uh, Michigan. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he says pricing is still being figured out exactly, but a sample of what will be available are primes and chases from either War of the World, War of the Realms, or Disney. A trophy for first place, four plaques, keychains, 3D printed swag, ROC qualifier kicks, kits. Majestic, what's WAM kit? Uh, the oh, it's I think it's their version of like the rock kits. I okay. think I'm pretty sure it's I, I'm not exactly sure on it, but that sounds about right, or at least it's similar. Gotcha. Fellowship awards, podcast awards, that's where we come in. Boosters, obviously, 
My intent is for the payout to be not so top heavy and be sparsed out deeper into the participants. Kind of like how Worlds was like if you won Worlds, Caleb, I think, got two cases and then second place got a case and then third and fourth got a brick. Okay, um, but like I mean, when we did Team Nats, it was pretty like we got a lot, even though we, I mean, we made it to top 16, but like, I mean, I felt like we got a lot for it, you know? Like, because we got a set of rings, a map. Uh, some other stuff. I feel like I got uh, like an LE two or something like that. And yeah, some other stuff. We did get a lot. Um, I, we got some ROC Sentinel tokens, stuff like that. So we got we yeah. got a lot for top sixteen. Um, but yeah, he um is putting on this big event. It's really cool. I would have liked to go, but if it is that twenty third, I can't because I have a wedding to film that day. If it is the 29th. I also have a wedding to film that day, so it has to be the week prior to that. It is about a four-hour drive for me, so if it does work out for me, I'll probably head out to check it out. Uh, Anthony, where are you out of? Um, I am out of New Jersey, so I play at Highlander Games in Boonton, New Jersey. Um, so that'd be I, kind uh, of a haul for you. It kind of would be, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you make it to a I mean, lot of in-person? I mean, like, uh, PJ actually contacted me also about, um, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, he contacted me about about um, doing some sort of uh, podcast prizing or something like that. I don't know. I, like, I know you wanted to was, I'm that. assuming it's like either having someone on probably or maybe or just doing like uh, actual figure prizing maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, actually for me, I mean, it was interesting. He contacted me and he said... Um, that he was in the works. I, like, I, I didn't know what he was actually thinking about. I asked him, like, what are you thinking about doing? And he said, I was actually thinking about, for you personally, you know, because your, you know, your, your, your YouTube channel is called Coffee and Clicks. Uh, he wanted to do, like, a custom Coffee and Clicks mug, which I thought was cute. I thought it was funny. See, and I told him I have some of those, and I was actually going to send him one of those. But then he's like, if you can think of something else, let me know. So now I know why he said that. Because he wants you to be the coffee guy, not me. That's um, fair. But, uh, yeah, I, I do it through Walgreens. So if you ever want to make, um, like, put your logo on a coffee cup, Anthony, Walgreens is the best way to do it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that sounds. that actually sounds really cool. And I, I have a logo... That um, stand up that you know the guy that he, he does the custom dice. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. With, he helped me with my logo, so. Uh, oh nice. Um, but yeah, yeah. that sounds cool. But the, the event, the entire event, sounds really cool. I wish I could make it. Um, I probably won't be able to actually make the event. Um, but I mean, it is kind of a haul for me. But still, it sounds really cool, and I su- would love to support it in any way. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to compete. I just have to see because right now, if I don't. Just the way my job works, if I don't show up, I don't get paid. So yeah, um, uh, I have to see if I can get on full time by then, and if I can take a day off or two. Like, was he hosting on like on, on a weekend? I'm assuming like on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, I think it's a Saturday because he talks about hotels Friday and Saturday. Okay, so I'm sure I want to see then if I could like do something. Maybe I could get down there. I mean, Indiana's not terribly far. But... I just have to figure out how to get down there, basically, or down and back, you know. Yeah, but I, mean, I, I would like to compete. I just have to see. I know it's a couple months off, but it like it depends on like when he needs us to be paid up, or you know, stuff like that. Because um, I wouldn't like want to pay up and then drop, you know. Like obviously, I wouldn't ask for him to refund me. I just I would feel bad just paying and then not being able to compete type of thing. So I just you know I don't know when all that needs to be done, but I just, I'll have to try to play it by ear a little bit. 
Yeah, if I can make it and it works out with the date, I'll probably take a good. Um, I'll probably try to get out there as long as the wife allows me to. Um, but yeah, it sounds like a cool event. Hopefully we can all make it. But um, coming up in about two weeks, Anthony, host of Coffee and Clicks, is having an event for himself. So, Anthony, why don't you tell us a little bit about that event? Yes, um, thank you. Uh, no, so, so epilepsy is kind of a really important cause for me. Um, I mean, it's affected me, um, people that are close to me. Uh, members of my family, uh, because, uh, you know, I have a lot of members of my family that are actually epileptic, in- including myself. Um, and, uh, I mean, I think the research for epilepsy is really important. You know, there's not a lot of medications out there that really do a good job with epilepsy, and a lot of them have side effects. So, and, you know, obviously seizures are seizures are, are dangerous and traumatic, and they, they, they're not, you know, nothing to mess with, you know. So, um, I think epilepsy, for me, is an important cause. Um, and I wanted to do a, a charity event for epilepsy research, uh, going to the www.epilepsy.com, which is the Epilepsy Foundation. Um, and this is my second event that I've, I've, I'm running. Uh, the, the one I ran last year was C-U-R Pauper. Um, this year I took a vote on Facebook and um, uh, I decided to make it 300 modern um, because uh, that's, that's what everybody voted for. Um, so, uh, so far I have 18 players, um, and it, I've raised, we've raised about a little more than $500, $515 we've raised towards, towards the Epilepsy Foundation. Um, the event is pod play, um, and it's a roll 20 event. It's online, it's an online tournament, so it's not in person. Um, it starts on January 15th, um, but registration is due January 12th which is coming up soon. Um, in order to register, you would make a $20 or more don- donation um, and then screenshot that donation and send it to me through my Facebook. Um, I mean, if you're not if you're not a Heroclix fan or if you're not playing in the tournament, you could still donate. And I welcome, welcome anybody to please donate. And if you do donate, please send me the screenshot of your donation so I can keep a tally of how much we've raised. Um, <clears throat> you know, you can message me on, um, on Facebook messenger, Anthony Bruno, or, uh, or on my coffee and clicks, Facebook messenger. Uh, you could visit my link tree. Uh, it's link tree backslash coffee and clicks, all one word coffee and clicks. Um, and, uh, our pricing for the tournament, we have pricing going into the, all the way into the top eight, uh, including a brick of empire that was donated by, my my local store Highlander Games in in Boot, New Jersey. They they donated a brick of Empire, so that that would go to the first prize. Also, Majestics uh, Pat Yapoko donated um, <clears throat> uh, donated two maps, two two Majestics maps. I also donated two two Majestic maps. So there's four four maps in the prize pool. Um, a bunch of LEs, um, other 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 figures. And I'm looking forward to raising as much money as we can for the cause for epilepsy, the Epilepsy Foundation. And I'm, I'm looking forward, forward to people having fun. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I love it when people have tournaments for causes. Like Jay Solomon had that cause for, I was it suicide prevention last year? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was that. Sounds right. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to do something like that uh, for our area. I just have never found a 
cause, like what cause I want to do it for. I know I work with kids that have autism, so I was thinking about that, but um, I'm not sure what else um, I could really do, but I, it is something I have definitely thought about in the past. Um, but you said you have 15 and $500 so far, which is a pretty good. That's, that's now it's 18 and now it's up to 18 now, but I'm looking to last year's tournament was 24 and we raised $800 in last year's tournament. And I'm looking to try to beat that this year. So, um, you know, and, and, uh, also I wanted to mention my, if you join my discord and you, and you do end, end up entering the tournament, um, I have, uh, thanks to, Brad Broyles and the people over at Eaglecast that work on the tokens and stuff. I've I've preloaded all the artwork into my Roll Twenty room for you, for people to use, and okay. you can actually you can actually shift double click on on the tokens themselves, and it has all the stats um, from HC Realms already paste copy pasted in there. So you don't you you know you could you can easily reference any figure you want just by shift double clicking on it. Where was that in your Discord? That's in my Coffee and Clicks Discord, and it's the um, it's the Coffee and Clicks Roll Twenty room. It's just, there's just one room. I mean, I have to make I'm, in order for you to access it, I have to make you a GM first. But once you become a GM, you have access to like it's almost almost every. I have a, probably like ninety percent of what's in Modern is is already loaded up in my room. Okay. Yeah, that's very cool. I just clicked that link, so whenever you get a chance, <laughs> make me a GM. Um, because uh, I will be joining that more than likely. I'm like 98% chance um, that I'm going to. I just have to figure out a couple details. I know, Dan, you are very interested in joining that as well. Most definitely, yeah. So uh, you can plan on being at least 20 and uh, what's, awesome. nice, what's nice about your tournament is that it's not going to be an all-day event because it is pod play. You can do it, like, all within a week. So if you want to do one game on Saturday and then one game on Monday and then one game on a Wednesday, that's fine. Um, so you're not burning yourself out like I did for Worlds where I was on my computer for 13 hours. Yes. Um, I, I do like pod play tournaments a lot. I like that style. And I, I wanted to start mine the weekend of uh, Martin Luther King Day weekend. Uh, that that day, uh, you know, a lot of people have have off that Monday, so you may have a you know, depending on your work schedule, you may you may have a long weekend to play your games. So, are you doing pod play with cut uh, top eight, or what's it, your cut? Um, probably cut to top eight, but I have to decide based on how many people we get. Yeah, and you're I'm guessing you're kind of hoping for like four people per pod or three people per pod, but that obviously will change depending on how many people you get. Exactly. All right. Well, yeah, if you are interested, contact Anthony on Facebook or head on over to his Facebook page, Coffee and Clicks, and uh, get yourself signed up. I know a lot of people still aren't – I always say that a lot of people. That's always the wrong wording, but I know some people just aren't a big fan of Roll20 because – they don't like the dice algorithm it is. But that this is one way where we as a community can get together. Because like I, I've never met some of the people that I play against. Like I've never met Brad Broyles personally. I've met PJ, I think, once. And that was in Florida. And that's because I was lucky enough to go down there. Anthony, I've never met you. Um, ever since Roll20 has happened, I've had a much better opportunity to meet people in the Clicks community. Before like this whole pandemic happened, 
I was just in my little bubble here in Wisconsin, Dan, I'm sure you were too, where yeah. we just we just talked to us and that was it. And now we're talking to, you know, PJ and uh Maddie G and Anthony and Brad and Iron Mike down in Florida and Kane out in Utah. Um, yeah, Utah. So it's kind of nice that Roll Twenty is a thing for us that we are able to not get out of our own community in our own states and branch out to other people in other states. That's also one of the reasons why I like doing my YouTube, and I, I'm sure you like podcasting as well as to meet meet new people and talk to new people from all over. Absolutely. Um, but that is it for tournaments. If you guys think of, or if you hear of any more out there, please let me know on Facebook and I will advertise those as well and get the word out. But we are going to continue our clicks review of empire. So we broke this up into three different segments. We did the rares and super rares last week. I was super tired, uh, but I'm a little bit more energetic today. So we are going to get into the chases now of empire. So, uh, let's see if there's anything competitive in these chases. So the very first one we're going to talk about is Dan's favorite. So I'll let him take this one. Cool. Did you say so this, hold? Cool. No, sorry. Oh. Cool. Very cool. So this is the Chase Thor, the 062. Probably the um, prettiest sculpt in the entire set. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a display piece. I mean, all the accents. Again, this was like when I saw him out on the cover of a comic, I was like, yeah, he'll probably get made. <laughs> but I was terrified of when he was going to get made. So uh, this was, this is, this was cool to see this happen. Like, you know, you see it in a comic and then it comes out and it clicks. This is one of those, like, I, this is one of the first ones that I've had that I'm like, that's pretty cool to see it happen. Um, so he comes in at 300, 200 or 100 points. He has the cosmic energy trait or sorry, team ability. And, um, he has nine range. Um, <clears throat> he has the Asgardian cosmic deity, herald and ruler keywords. Uh, he has improved targeting, hindering, and adjacent, so he can shoot from the hip. Um, he's got a trait, a special attack power, a special speed power, and a special defense power. His trait is power taken, not given. When Thor clears two action tokens, give him a power cosmic token. And his speed power is Herald of Thunder, charge, running shot, sidestep. So all the good speed powers, except for Hypersonic, obviously, but we know Hypersonic was benched for this set, I believe, so unfortunately he doesn't have that. Um... And he's got his uh, special attack power, which the special speed power is on clicks 1 through 4, and the special attack power is on clicks 4 through 9. The special attack power is Power Cosmic Bleeding Through Enchanted Uru. Uh, Thor has an additional target for each Power Cosmic token he has. When Thor hits 3 or more characters instead of normal damage, each hit target is dealt, equal, or de- dealt damage equal to his printed damage values. That's pretty cool, because... He's got four more damage on all of those clicks, so and it's exploit. So if he's doing a close attack, that's going to hurt. Um, and then his special defense power is on click number 10, which is a stop, which is the God Blast. Stop toughness. When Thor targets a single opposing character before rolling, you remo- remove up to three power cosmic tokens to modify his damage by the amount of tokens removed. So, I mean, you can ramp up, obviously, to the max of three, but still you're doing... He's got three damage, so you're doing maybe six damage... By the time you get to that stop, which is impressive, um, I like him a lot. He's not meta because at his hundred point line, I do believe he. Let's see, he starts with this. Sorry, look, not looking at the right one. There we go. He has four clicks of charge, the special attack, eighteen invuln, and four damage. So he can't 
it's really hard to get him into the fight because of charge. Like he has that big range, but he's not. He doesn't have the speed power to make it work. So he's not really meta, but he's really pretty. I like him a lot. Um, I wishes the only thing I wish is that trait was a little more fluid. Like I wish it was like when he clears one or more action tokens, give him a power cosmic token, because then at least his power, like his cosmic energy willpower, would be able to do it to give him a little like a little more chance to get tokens and rack them up but i still like him a lot um like i said he's not meta because of just he's he just doesn't offer enough like he can't even reduce penetrating damage or he has no way to heal so um that is unfortunate but i'll still have fun playing him he's still it'll still be a fun piece yeah he figures that have like a ramping up power are really hard to play competitively because meta or competitive games are usually done with by turn four yeah so you're not you're not going to get that you're not going to get enough power cosmic tokens to uh um do that and this one still has to compete with the other chase from captain america and the other one plays really well to it and has a lot less points overall this one definitely has the like oma feel to it but uh, it's just with the way his trait works it's just not as fluid yeah. So it's hard. It's hard to ramp. It's honestly, it's hard to ramp him up even by himself. So, but it, but at least on the three hundred point line, like he has twelve speed, thirteen attack, nineteen defense, and six damage, and it's psychic blast. So I mean, and with nine range and improved hindering, he technically should be hitting first, and whatever he's hitting is probably going to die, unless yeah. that is a, unless that is a stop click. So I mean, that's impressive to me, but I understand like. Like where he sits, he's just it's not gonna be a a competitive piece. So but again, just awesome piece. Really happy it got made and the sculpt is beautiful. Yeah. I mean all the all the details, they they did it right. So the fact that his defensive power, you remove three power cosmic tokens, and that's <clears throat> let's see, how would that even is that six, seven turns just for that? Uh, to get so three of tur- them? It's, so it's two turns, then a clear. So that's three, so it's three turns to get your two tokens off to clear. So nine so turns. That's, 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 that's nine turns yeah. to get you just, just to get to the three. That's a lot. I mean, yeah. that, that that's a lot of time. So, yeah. And that's the only way to get those power cosmic tokens, right? That's nothing with his damage or his attack power. Nope. You have to, you have to clear that. Yeah. You have to clear exactly two action tokens. Yeah. So to even get that God blast off, you have to go by nine turns and that's if you miss all of your willpower rolls. Yeah, and then it's even longer because then you're. I mean, you can. It's nice because you can keep acting, though, which is good. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, he's not going to pull that off anyway. Like in a, in a casual game or like a, a non-modern competitive game, he probably might, depending on like what you play him at. But you well, know, um, even then, I, don't, I I'm trying to think of the last game I played that was nine turns. <laughs> no, I mean like. No, I mean, like, uh, he'll probably make more use of it for his attack power, is what I mean. Like, he probably yeah. won't end up being able to use it for the stop click. Yeah. Or he might have, like, one token, so you're doing four damage to someone, which is good. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, but... Because he's got... Yeah. I mean, it's, I that, almost... that, stop, that stop click's impressive. You have, you have a nine sidestep, a 12 psychic blast, a 19 defense, and a three damage exploit. So, I mean, and again, you can base him and he can still shoot you. So he And he has both of the good... Uh, penetrating damage powers. So, I mean, he's he's hitting them. I would say no matter what. Obviously, unless you you just miss. But the twelve attacks a solid start. Yeah. 
Yeah, I almost wish he had um, two targets to start with. Yeah. Then... That would that would have been cool. I would have liked that. Like I said, or the if they would have made his trait a little more fluid, just to give him a little bit of easy use. You know, because I don't think if they would have changed it to like the one or more, you know, that it would have been um, broken. I don't think. But yeah. And like you said, he really needed a can reduce penetrating damage. Yeah, just he, something. Yeah, he definitely just, does. Yeah, just so, yeah, because he, he needs that survivability. Because he, I mean, he's a he's a stat monster. Because like a nineteen impervious means nothing nowadays. I mean, it, even if it was even nineteen invincible, that's something better. No, but I'm, what I'm thinking is, at least with him, you have running shot and sidestep and a nine range, so you should probably be able to hit. Yeah, where they probably can't reach you. Yeah, he's a sixteen square himself. Exactly. I mean, that's a lot. That's a that's a and that's a big threat. You have six damage. Yeah, that's, something's dying. So, and you definitely know he's in your booster if you pick him up because he <laughs> is busting out of that package. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a chunky boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> next one we have the figure that everybody is pulling, and that is Cosmic Deadpool. So Deadpool is 175 points. He's team player in co- Power Cosmic. He's got Assassin, Cosmic, Deadpool, Core, Herald, and X-Men Keyword. He's got an 8 range, and he starts off with a 10 running shot, 12 second blast, 19 impervious, and a 4 damage uh, probability control. But then he also does have a 75 point value, which is 12 charge, 11 blades, 18 senses, with 3 damage exploit. You're probably never playing him at 175. He's just your classic running shot, second blast guy. So I like him a lot more at 75 points. He does move through blocking, so he does destroy blocking as he goes through it. And he does have destroy blocking targeting, so he can shoot through one square. He does have... His, a, go ahead. His trait, I think, is really good. And his comboing of his defense power, or like his special one and his special attack is really good. Yeah, so. I just wish it wasn't a 50-50. If it was just choose an opposing character... It would have been yeah, but you you don't need line of fire. I mean, it is a fifty fifty no. yes, but like you don't need to see him, and he's got eight range. So that's a sixteen square. I know, sorry, seventeen right. square radius like diameter. So he just doesn't. He Are can you just sure? Do I think it says it says you do need line of fire. For, let me see. Oh, I sorry, it is, well, that's my bad. It is wait. Yeah, it is. It's within range of line of fire. Oh, sorry about that. I misread that. Yeah, it is with like, but still, it's. I mean, it's eight. It's still seventeen squares. You can like look at something and be like, you just can't do it. I mean, you can shut off power cosmic, which is pretty good. Yeah, I just I, I wish it wasn't a 50-50. I think he would have been a much more playable. Uh, let's read it while we uh, talk about it. It's free, choose an opposing character within a range and line of fire and roll a D6. Four through six, the chosen character can't use team abilities until your next turn. Um, so it is a 50-50. I think yeah, that's good. he would have been playable and competitive if it was just choose. Because, like, um, what's it? Nick you know- Ball, like a Dick Balls of Fury kind of guy. Just choose. Um, yeah. I'll tell but, you why I, I actually do like this Deadpool. I mean, I don't I, I don't know if he's going to be competitive, but I think that he has potential because, like... And it's not because of that trait. I, th- I like him because for 75 points, he has team player. Um, he's a Herald, which Herald is becoming a stronger keyword. And he yeah. also has got some... He's also got Cosmic and X-Men and stuff, which are good keywords. But he can he can carry... He can, he can copy Green Lantern team ability, and he destroys blocking, so he can carry... Carry like eight people, twelve squares through, through blocking, which I think is yeah. really cool. And the fact that he's just got the X Men cure with how hot the swap team is, 
I mean, he's under points, so you can potentially swap him in if you can. If you have, if you can, like build a strategy with X Men for him, that could be effective. It's his attack power that would have put him over the over top if he would have started with that, which is Blaze oh, yeah. Claws, Fang, mm-hmm. Steel Energy, Giant Reach Three. When Deadpool KOs an opposing character after resolutions, he may make an attack, but only target a character that shares a keyword or team ability with the KO'd character. And that can proc multiple times. So if you're playing against a animal team that has, you know, nine people on it, he just keep going and going and going and going until um, he can't attack anymore. And that giant reach three is huge because that means it just doesn't have to be adjacent. So if he would have started with that even, um, I think because ch- with charge and that power, I think he could have made quite a scene on the competitive scene. I understand why he didn't get it though. Cause that's steel energy. So yeah. it's meant it's, it was meant to be late dial. So like, I get like, yeah, obviously it would have been better to have it top click, but I get why it is where it is. Yeah. And then he finishes finishes off with a stop click, which is impervious and super senses. So that's a really good stop click. It's good. I mean, he's fun. Um, We'll see. He might make some swap teams, but uh, he is pretty pricey at seventy five points. Yeah, I just, I, I think the easy one is like X Men. You can just have him on your sideline if you want it. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this next guy though is definitely going to be making the medicine, and that is Demon in Armor, and he is another beefy figure that you will know if it is in your booster. When I picked this guy up, I was like, there is something solid in this booster and it's not really nope. him it's his cape his cape that was up. like it, <laughs> the cape is i i felt the same thing i compared it to uh the infamous iron man and they're both like they have that same feel it's dense yeah uh he is 50 points minions of doom he's got a six range double target he's got armor let vary and scientist he's got a uh his stats are 10 sidestep 10 tk 18 uh, special power, which is defend, invuln, and he can reduce penetrating damage, and then two damage outwit. But what ba- it's, it's his trait that makes him great. When yeah. a friendly character within range is attacked, the attacker cannot positively modify or replace their combat or their attack value. So all those sky tyrants coming over with a 14 attack that we all know and love, they're going to get down to 11 with this guy uh, as long as his, he is in range. So that's what makes him a great figure is there's going to be no more buffing into attack because that's really all people can do nowadays because they can't put it into damage, so, so they're putting it all into attack. So um, the value you're getting for this guy, TK, defend that uh, modifier and outwit, and then if you do get him to his last two clicks, he's a double target mind control in capper with prob. So this guy is just great for 50 points. And I'm really surprised at how cheap he is going for right now. He's only, he's going for, I want to say, around $80. That's not bad. No. I I like that he's I like that he's cheaper. Like, yeah, he's meta, but I, I like that his price doesn't skyrocket. Because then at least you're, like, yeah, you can shell out the 80, but you're not, like, shelling out, like, what some other figures are going for recently. Yeah, I, was, I, I feel like this guy is probably, in my opinion, the best chase of the bunch. Yeah, I think he has one, like, at least I see, like, one immediate counter to him right away, because uh, you're not worried about replacing values, so that's that's one, so I see one way around him, but that's about it. Otherwise, he's pretty tough to deal with. And the fact that he can be on a, um, a, uh, Doom Annihilating Conquer team, you can Avengers or shield him because he's 50 points, there's a lot that yeah. this guy can be going for. 
Yeah, I just have to see where he would fit on the Doom team, I guess. Because there's, like... The Doom team has a lot of moving parts, I guess. But, like, I, I gotta see where, like, what you would swap for him, you know? Yeah, I was trying to figure that out, too. And it's really hard to... Like, I guess you don't need a Molecule Man and a third Flash. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's worth it or not. Uh, next guy, Captain America Thanos. Um, very cool idea. But... The fact, uh, Anthony, why don't you talk about this? You haven't talked about a guy yet. All right. Um, well, uh, actually, the last one, Demon in the Armor, I totally agree with you guys on that. Um, he is something else. He's, I think he's, he's the best good. from the chase set by far. Really? Better than, well, okay. Better. I mean, everybody's talking about Venom Magneto. I don't know. Uh, yes. Yeah, I like, see, I like Venom Wolverine the best, honestly, out of the chase. As far as like playability, I think she'll, I, I see a lot of potential in her. Honestly, that's that's where my head sits, but that's just me. Yeah, well, yeah, she's she's really good too. Venom Wolverine's really good. I let me let me look at this Thanos Thanos. So, uh, um, this is uh, he is set number sixty five. Okay, a hundred points or one hundred and fifty points. Um, he has seven range with a single target. Um, at 100 points, he has because you know I'm, I'll, I'll look at his 100 point line because that's probably going to be the most competitive. Um, uh, he's got 11 speed, 11 attack with penetrating psychic blast, 18 defense with invulnerability, three damage with a special. Um, he's got a trait: allow me to carry on your friend's legacy. When a friendly character of 50 points or more with the Avengers keyword is KO'd, give Thanos a control token. Then he's got an uh, a speed power. Charge and running shot. If Thanos has a control token once per turn when Thanos attacks after resolutions, another friendly character within four squares with the Avengers keyword may make an attack. So that's for free, right? I'm assuming. I'm assuming yeah. that at no cost. Okay. So yeah. then, and then um, he's got a damage power. Um, so free free attacks are always good, right? Like you know things for free are always good. Um, then there's a damage power. Um, Avengers assemble leadership probability control. Um, if Thanos has a control token, when um, so he doesn't lose those control tokens. Once he gets it, that's it. He has it. So yeah. yep. um, if Thanos has a control token when he uses leadership, friendly characters with the Avengers keyword modify the following combat values based on his leadership role until your next turn. Um. Two through th two, two or three, they get plus one attack. Four or five, they get plus one damage, and a six, they get attack and damage. So, um, wow, that's pretty good for um, that's all all friendly characters with the Avengers keyword. Modify those um, combat values. Um, yeah, the the big thing is you need someone of fifty or more points to die. So, yeah, so, so, so you need you need someone of fifty or more points to die, and uh, also for a hundred points. Um, I mean, he's a decent attacker, I guess, but I mean, it's a large expenditure for for all of that. I think. Well, that's, yeah. that's the thing with the hundred points for him, and you have to have at least one Avenger fifty points or more. That's fifty percent of your build right there. Yeah, so like, I think if he was like, say, his top line was one hundred and twenty-five, and his lower line was like. 75 i would think that'd be a lot better yeah as far as like playability i was trying to see like where like is i don't think you can cost him down much more than that obviously because otherwise that'd be a little like 
you know what I mean? If he was any cheaper at his lower line, besides like seventy five, that that would be too. He'd be doing too much, obviously. Yeah, right. But you could do a bigger swarm team or something, and then somebody of fifty points could just die, and then you're fine. Um, mm-hmm. I'm. He's gonna kind of be one for me that I might watch because we just got the swap cap too. So I don't see know the, if the it, problem with that is. So now you got to do Thanos cap. And a fifty-point figure, and that's hundred and ninety points right there. Well, yeah, but I just mean the fact that like he could be a he could just be a swap out. Yeah, and but but again, Avengers doesn't it, or it, to me, it, it, there's not a lot going on right now with it. It's not it's not obviously like a hot item. So I just but I, I think the the Avengers swap will be just as good as the um the X Men swap. It's just like we just need to get more characters. Obviously, right now. Yeah. Um, when was the last? When was the last Avengers set before this? I don't feel like we've had one for a while. Was uh, the last Captain America was like the biggest Avengers set out there. Yeah, like we had, people. we had a few things. What was that? Spider Man, maybe, but it was yeah, it was very limited. Yeah. Um. It was a, it was a lot of Fantastic Four. Yeah. So it was Cap mainly. So we haven't had a lot of stuff with the Avengers keyword and the stuff that is in Cap doesn't work too well with this new stuff. So, or it's like. There's not enough cheap things that work on this team to get your theme up because you still need high theme. But, I mean, for me, he's something that's worth probably watching or at least, like, again, he might just be on the swap just to be the point total you need just to get something else in. You know what I mean? Like how, uh, like, with Exodus and stuff on um, X-Men, you, you just usually have, like, a decently high-pointed piece on your starting force and then you just swap out to with other pieces. That just may where, maybe where he falls. I don't really know exactly yet. Yeah, and the, the biggest thing that hurts him is that or hurts you is that you're you're to make him do what he does is you are giving your opponent 50 points yeah and, and you also and you have to protect him during that time because see again he's only five clicks for that 100 points so it's yeah. not a lot and it's like i mean i hate to do this kind of math but this is kind of where we are in hero clicks would you rather pay 100 points for thanos or 100 points for emperor gladiator yeah i mean yeah yeah 100 yeah, or two Sky Tyrants. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is the math that we have to do in Heroclix now, is we have to compare things to... And I know, I understand that that, that um, Emperor Gladiator is Superman Prime, but this is a chase. And I felt like you should um, get... I mean, it's a cool mechanic. I just wish it was when an Avenger died, then I see he could probably make a play in competitive. But the fact that it's 50 points or more is what hurts him. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, the or yeah, the that because you're already looking for a keyword, so that does trim it down quite a bit. Yeah, you, so you have to play for well, you would think to play theme. I would think even like when like or like when Thanos is on an Avengers theme team and a character with the Avengers keyword is KO, then you can give him a control token. At least then you're you're locked in, you know, on an Avengers theme team. Yeah. Well, you're not just, you know you're what? Not just you know what though? I think he does have. All right, so look at it, look at it from the other side of the perspective. I mean, I'm not sure, but um, say you're not really looking for that damage power to happen. Like that's not the main power that he has. I don't think because that's that's a great. You know, if it if it happens and one of your characters does get KO'd, um, that's bad for you anyway, right? Yeah. So so you're already down fifty points. Um, and you know, then, then that leadership power is great. Yeah, f- sure. But you're already, you're already, that's assuming you already get, get somebody KO'd. I don't think you're looking to have that 50 points K- 
get KO'd, though. I mean, I think I think his main power that you're running him for is the free the free attacks that he gives. Um, oh wait, yeah, which, but the only no, but you need that, you need that you need the control token for that. Every, too, yeah, though. all of those are based on the control token. Otherwise, you're oh. just getting you're. I mean, you are getting charge running shot, which is good, and you are getting leadership prob. But he's still a hundred points for five clicks. And yeah, all yeah. all of those all of those are tied to that control token. Yeah, it, yeah, I, I, I didn't notice that. Yeah, so yeah, they're all tied to the control token. In that case, I don't I don't really love it either. Yeah. Uh, next one we have is Beast. He is a 125 points, but we're never going to play him at that. So he is 75 points for our purposes with the X Men and Mystics team ability. He has a six range triple target. He is Animal, Avengers, Defenders, Illuminati, Mystical, and X-Men, and he starts off with that 75-point line. Ten, I'm sorry, 11 charge, 11 blades, 18 defense, which is defend, invuln, and super senses. And then a 3 damage, which is outwit, probability control. When Beast uses outwit until your next turn, the chosen power can also be used by, or cannot be used by opposing characters if they are within 4 squares of Beast. Opposing characters within range can't use safeguard, outwit, or protected outwit. He also has Rally, which is one or two, which is friendly attack rolls. Free, remove, Beast, Rally, die. If you do choose one, Beast has Cosmic Energy until, you're ne- until you choose again, so that just keeps on going. Uh, this turn, friendly characters have X-Men team ability and can use it as free. So you choose one or the other. Uh, so he's pretty, not bad for 75 points. No, I, I, don't, I don't think so. Like The fact that he can shut off Protected Outwit is always good. Um, yeah, he's a charge piece, which kind of hurts a little, you know, because obviously we always start on the range for hero clicks, unless you can, you know, bounce across the map like Sky Tyrant does, um, or you know, a few other characters can do. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's good. He's definitely got viability on the uh, X Men team, and maybe he'll even be in, on like an Avengers team too. So I just, I mean, yeah, just being able to do that or pass out um, uh. X-Men TA for free is good. I mean, potentially being able to heal for free a bunch of clicks, even if somebody else takes one or two, is yeah. is, is good. So, and I, obviously he can just have, or he can have Power Cosmic forever once he get once he takes that rally off. So he's really a guy that you're having in your sideline just in case you run into someone that has like safeguard outwit um, to turn it off. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of who would have that. That's kind of in the meta right now, because it Gladiator. doesn't. Get, yeah, because it doesn't get rid of power cosmic because that's not safeguard. That's just no, but it, it gets rid of the safeguard granted via power cosmic. Yes, so he does have uses. Um, I don't think you're ever going to uh, be attacking with him unless you are desperate because you kind of want to keep him in your back and get rid of um, the protected uh, from people and use your outwit and prob. But um, he's not bad. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think for seventy five points, he's, it's tough to keep him in the back, though. You know what I mean? Like uh, yeah. that's a lot. That's a lot of points for him. Just blades is such a gamble. Like you're either going to get a six or you're going to get a one. <laughs> yeah, I would. I wouldn't attack with him either. I'm just saying that's a lot of. It's a large point expenditure. Yeah. I mean, but at least with him, if he can like say he can pre outwit something. I mean, because again, he gets rid of protected so yeah i mean he's got he's got six range so and he's got a six square charge so i mean if he can get within six squares you know you tk him or something and he pre-outwits your blaze roll doesn't matter like yeah it might again your odds are your odds but i mean he gets rid of the defense power 
you're at least doing damage, and it's a guarantee. Yeah, unless obviously, unless obviously they have more more defenses. But I mean, if you're just outwitting a special defense power or something, or you're like Gladiator, and you just outwit his impervious because you know you can, you could be hitting for five or six potentially, and he just can't do anything about it. Yeah, he's a guy that you have in your sideline just in case you run into like a ten pole. Yeah, um, so yeah. I mean, but he's not, I don't. He's not bad. No, I think he's definitely playable. So. Uh, next one we have is Norn Rad, which is Surfer Supreme, and um, he is 150 points, but you're never playing that. Uh, you're playing him at 75. He is Mystic's Cosmic Energy. is 8 range. He's Cosmic Defenders, Fantastic Four, Herald, and Mystical, and he starts with a 11 running shot, 11 Psychic Blast, 18 and Bone, 3 damage prob. He does ignore hindering for targeting, and he has two traits. One is Rally 5 and 6, opposing attack rolls, which is free. Remove Nornrad's Rally Die. If you do, choose one to last until your next turn. Nornrad and friendly adjacent characters can use Energy Shield or Enhancement. When he uses it, he may treat other friendly characters within range and line of fire as adjacent. So that's big because he just has to be within 8, and he is considered to be an uh, Enhancement piece. And yeah. then his other trait is free, choose an adjacent friendly character and the cosmic energy or mystics team ability until your next turn that character gains the wind symbol and the chosen team ability. So he's a much more of a support piece than I thought he was going to be. Uh, he but does, he's still, he can still attack, which he is does. good. And he's, and he's got big range, like he's got eight, which is above average, and you know he can shoot through hindering. It would have been nicer if he got two bolts, not going to lie, but... I, you know, I get why they gave him one. They had to do some kind of balancing. I just when I when I hear of Surfer Supreme, those powers just feel out of place. I guess I was expecting more shenanigans than that. No, I, mean, I like I like it. It's very like I could see this being like a Doctor Strange style, honestly. So yeah, I just I don't. I, I guess with the running shot, that's the Surfer part portion and then the one trait which is the cosmic board and cloak of levitation is the more the doctor strange-ish i would say his rally's pretty close you know you're throwing up the yeah uh you know the like energy shields and stuff where you know obviously like the trait or, or, or like the the power that we have you're, you know you're throwing up defenses or whatever or you're buffing your allies with some kind of uh wizardry so i mean i can kind of i can see it yeah. So yeah, uh, the enhancement thing's pretty pretty neat because uh, yeah, it only so it only affects him because it's when he uses it, he may treat other friendly characters within range line of fire as adjacent. So, or at least that's what sounds like that. So when he would shoot, he counts other friendly characters within range line of fire as adjacent. So like, no, because he's the one that has enhancement. Oh yeah, yeah. Enhancement when he uses it, and you. Oh yeah. And enhancement you're, is passive, so you'd be using enhancement. Yeah, I think you're you're potentially giving your whole team like plus one damage, from, which is you know, could be good. Is, yeah, you gotta. Yeah. So I would, if it were me, I guess you'd make. If I could get him up on elevated, that'd be cool, just so he can see most of everybody, yeah. which is cool. Um, but I mean, uh, my thing with I'm watching him is uh, if any of the Fantastic Four pieces that come out in the future, because I, I don't think this is the end of Fantastic Four, obviously. If we get somebody that does anything with manipulating rally die, yeah, um, I think he could be playable. I mean, he's a he's a lot. You're, you're getting a lot. Like he's short dialed for seventy five, but um, he could again just be on a swap team at least until the old the, the Fantastic Four set with all the Sues rotates out. Just because he's the same price as the old one. I mean, I'm 
I guess other people would probably play the other one because you're getting the Pog and stuff. But I like him. It's the same amount of points, 75, so him on a swap team could be good. And he's still a good primary attacker, so... Yeah, I, mean, I think you just you just got to be careful with you know anything with exploit just eats him though because oh yeah he, oh yeah he seems kind of squishy a little bit <laughs> oh yeah be careful no. be careful playing him that's agreeable he he definitely is like he wants to try to get shot at not uh, not not punched so yeah like a sky tire with the power gem just kills him in one turn like yeah the the first attack kills him like you don't even oh, yeah. need the second flurry um well if you're single targeting. Obviously, if you're yes. quaking, then it takes the two, but yes. Uh, all right, Dan, you take this next one because you like yourself some Venom Wolverine. Oh, yeah, I like anything symbiote. You, you got me on the hook there. Sorry, this is Venom Wolverine. She's number 068. Uh, she comes in at 75 points. She has zero range with one target. She has the team player or X-Men and X-Men uh, team abilities. Uh, she is six clicks deep. She has the Codex, Detective, Monster, Weapon X, X-Force and X-Men keywords. I would have loved if they gave her the Fantastic Four because the other versions of her have had it recently, but that would be probably a little too much. Uh, she has two traits, a special attack power and a special de- defense power. Her first trait is the symbiotic fusion trait, which I don't think we've gone over this yet today, which is plasticity super sensitive. If Venom Wolverine is within four squares and line of fire of an opposing character, she can't be targeted by, a range, by range attacks. And her second trait is merged with the symbiote. Giant Reach 2, if Venom, or free, if Venom Wolverine has two action tokens, make a close attack. So that's, we're getting back to, uh, it being, uh, this is, uh, pretty much the same as, uh, what was that? Punisher War Machine? Punisher War Machine, yeah. It's only mm-hmm. close attacks, but that's her whole thing anyway. So she's not making range attacks. Um, her, her attack power, which is on clicks four through six, is the more things change. Blade's Claws, when Venom Wolverine uses it after resolutions, heal her equal to half the D6 result. So me, I'm rolling that every time. Um, healing on attacks is good, So, and she doesn't have to do damage. She just, when she uses Blades, she heals. So like, even if I don't do damage, I'm still healing something. And then her special defense power, which is on her click six, is the stop. The more they stay the same. Tough, or stop, toughness, regeneration. So... And her, her stop click is a 10 charge, 12 special power, 18 defense, and then a 3 exploit. So your blades is probably going to be doing damage as long as A, it's not outwitted, and B, the target can't reduce penetrating. So, And she's team player, which is good. So, I mean, I like her a lot. I think she'll, she'll, I think she'll see meta play. She's cheap enough, and she's got good keywords, so... Well, yeah, I mean, I, I love this Wolverine as well. I, I'm totally... Totally into this Venom Wolverine. Uh, she's got the team player, so she can copy like Wonder Woman or something like that, or the bracelets and get that get the super senses on a four, five, six. Yeah. Um, she also you can just go base somebody, right? Yep. And she's got that combat reflexes, so now you're trying to hit a twenty and you can't shoot her. Yep. Which is good. Well, I mean, yeah. The only problem with that is the well. It's gonna. You could potentially be hurting your own base because energy explosion does get around that, right? Because you, right. you become the target, or any any. I think the Dark Phoenix retail does that too, and whatever whatever other powers do the also become targets. So, but yeah, for the most part, she's. I mean, she's tough to deal with once she gets in your face because the. I I I used a couple of the new Venom pieces with that trait, and it was pretty good once I got up close. I was like, oh yeah, you just can't shoot me. Sorry. Yep, I like how they are giving all the uh, symbiotic fusions kind of behind the scenes. 
Yeah, but it's like you got to be close to him, not not way, not far yeah. away. It's weird. You're like, nope, I'm I'm close. So sorry, you're yeah. just not gonna not gonna be let not gonna be doing that. Let me ask you a question though. What do you think? I mean, if you're a symbiote fan, and with with shape change being benched, what do you think about that? I I'm okay with this. It's still a rollout. Um, obviously, like this Venom symbiote got a lot of its like. I mean, obviously the the shape change is like because they're amorphous and they can you know you know shape shift rather easily but they did copy spider-man's you know spidey sense so this is okay i'm i'm okay with it i i like this is a a nice switch up from the traditional you know plasticity shape change because i already liked that they tweaked it once where they removed the auto breakaway because i thought that was a little overpowered <laughs> that you could just yeah i'm out i'm out of here bye so, I like. I uh, actually like the super senses better because you can give one of these guys the remaker ring to give yourself a double rollout, or if you want to keep with the codex theme, you could play yourself an Agent Venom and then give everyone next to you shape change. So uh, it's a double rollouts for your entire codex team now. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, yeah, I like, I like it. I, I, I like what they did here. It's. I mean, I'm. Even with the like where we are with clicks with power with all the powers being changed and benched and stuff, I think they they did a good job here. So the only lackluster one for me was Cyclops. That was yeah. Otherwise, I think all were were done pretty well. You know, Cyclops can still be called in by uh, Venom Strange, right? Oh yeah, I was just I was just looking at him. Um, what's it just called? As like, in, in, just, yeah, in, just as a peak. Yeah, as a figure. Yeah, just encapsulated there as him with nothing else. I was like, man, that's really lackluster. <laughs> I was hoping for like, even if it, even if he just would have had like leadership, like on each starting click or something, I'd have been like, awesome, just something. Well, but, I just, I just wanted blades from range. Nice. <laughs> I guess, like, I don't know, just like he needed something. Like the knockback's cute, but knockback doesn't do what it used to do. So it like. Like knockback was one of those parts of the game that really thrilled me. So, like him doing that, I was like, eh. Yeah. Um, before we talk about this next guy, I just want to do a PSA: Venom Magneto is not worth two hundred dollars. <laughs> I all, mean, all you people have to settle down. I mean, <laughs> it, that's, the, that's the marketplace. What do you expect is going to happen? Like, I, I understand that he's very cool, but absurd, people absurd prices. You know, stop setting the market for these figures like Venom Magneto and Flash and all these other ones that you're overpricing. <laughs> like, I mean, we I, need to I, have I, a stocks. We need to have a stocks version of Hero Clicks for a podcast one of these days and talks about gonna, the stock wasn't market. That, like, that was like what? That was like Chase Widow Flash. I feel like Gladiator's starting to climb up there now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like there's been a bunch of figures that have just like, steadily, like... Um, if you go to the 300-point Thor, I think it is, yeah, um, and you look at the comments on HD Realms, Hester56 says, everyone, this figure is garbage. Everyone still, I must have it. Like, that's where we are with a lot of these figures. Like, they're not that good playability wise but you want them for who they are and i think that's part of what magneto venom magneto is he is good i don't think he's 200 dollars worth i'd rather spend like, 200 dollars on something else rather than a venom magneto but i like um, he's good at any point value like obviously you're not going to be playing him at the larger point values but i like that he's 
I don't think they've any dial they've, or like any starting line they gave him was necessarily bad. Um, I don't like the seventy five points. I don't think he should. I guess have sidestep. I guess that's fair. I saw that and I'm like, yeah, that one's kind of like lesser. But I guess like for a hundred or thirty five, I think he's stellar. Yeah. Uh, well, Anthony, the about the seventy five point. The thing about the seventy five point line is that, uh, like, he would it would be good if he had that telekinesis as free. Yes. On his- yeah, but I think the trade off was because how they worked the lower lines was you only got one of the special powers to start with. So, like they were that's I think that's why they did that here was he got the leadership power, but not the uh, the the uh, attack power. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I think it would be broken. I mean, if he if he had that on every starting line, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Anthony, why don't you talk about Venom Magneto as our guest? I think I think Venom Magneto is really good. I mean, he's not worth two hundred dollars. I totally agree. But I mean, he for me, he's the best chase. Um, he's he's just very. Um, I mean, I, I would play him at thirty five points almost exclusively. Um, you know, at thirty five points, he's got running shot. He's got uh, ten ten attack with a special, sixteen defense with toughness. Two damage with leadership. Um, he's got eight speed, eight range with two targets. Um, Brotherhood and X Men team abilities. A lot of good keywords. Um, Acolytes, Brotherhood of Mutants, Codex, Hellfire Club, Monster, Ruler, X Men. Um, he is a bit squishy. He's 60, 16 tough, sixteen defense. So you have to be careful with him. But I mean, he does have that plasticity and super senses, symbiotic fusion trait, which helps him out. He also has ESD traded. Um, and he has Passenger 4, so he can carry around um, monsters or rulers. Ruler's a great keyword. He can carry out around X-Men. He's great on an X-Men swap team or, or on Brotherhood, on a Brotherhood team because um, he's got or, a Brotherhood of Mutants. Um, so, or Hellfire Club. I forgot to mention that. And, he's, uh, got all the, he's got all the good keywords right he's now. He's got all the good keywords, yeah. And he, he has Passenger 4, and that's not even his main the thing that you're really looking for him. Um, you re- what you're really looking at with him is his uh, attack power, which is telekinesis and telekinesis as free. So he can use telekinesis twice in a turn, um, and he can telekinesis as free, which means he can, you know, even if he wants to get himself out of harm's way, he can TK himself for free um, because you can do that. So he can he can make an attack and then TK himself back, or you know he can carry people up. He can do a lot of different stuff. You know, he's very he's very good with enhancing mobility and placement on your team. Um, and he's got leadership too. Uh, um, he starts with leadership. So, um, all in all, he's a he's just a really solid. Uh, he's got so much value for thirty five points. That's what I, like I like that him. he's I like that he's got. So you could like free TK up your hitter, and then you could carry up the rest of your or like a chunk of your force, depending on how big your force is. Obviously, he's got passenger four. So I mean, like. The his versatility is really good. Yeah, he does a yeah, lot. I, mean, I just don't think he's two hundred points worth uh, or two hundred dollars worth. A strategy I see people are just yo-yoing. So like you TK up your hitter, you make your attack, you TK him back, and then you barrier around him, kind of. Or like, yeah, I was thinking of doing something like with Maggot, where you TK up Maggot, you drop an Eni, you attack, you eat, you attack with Maggot, and then you TK back. Maggot. So, like, you're getting two attacks off, uh, and then, like, you barrier up and not let people uh, attack you. So, that's a strategy I'm thinking of trying doing with uh, this guy, uh, Maggot. I can see that. But, yeah, he's he's good. It's just, I hate it when these figures 
are going for like, and he's hot. He's the hot figure. I mean, it's Venom Magneto. Who doesn't want to see that? And it's like when Venom or when a zombie Magneto first came out, he was ridiculous because of who he was, but he will drop eventually. I think he'll settle probably at around one twenty ish. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. Once the dust settles, but he's still the set's only been out for like two and a half weeks. For those of you who who have it out there, I know there's still stores in our area that don't have it because I've been checking. But um, that's part of it too is the scarcity of him. And, yeah. Because um, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's the new hotness, and he's one of the best pieces in the set, and he, and his rarity. So I mean, like he's and, got a lot of he's got a lot of different variables going for him that have really bumped his price. And like Obviously, you said, the keywords, he's got great keywords. Yeah, he's got all of the hot ones right now. You have Hellfire, Brotherhood, X Men, Monster. I mean, I don't know what else you need. Yeah, or at least for, at least for him. Yeah, I mean, Monsters a big, Rulers big, X Men bigs, Brotherhood is okay, Hellfire is okay. Uh, and yeah, there's not much else to ask for this guy. Um. And some of the trades that I've been seeing people try to make to get this guy are insane. And no or what, or what people are asking for, you're like, yeah. Ultra Chase Deadpool, the uni one. And you're like, wow, that's a big ask, but sure. Which I would do. Um, whenever I see that post, I keep thinking they're thinking the birthday cake one, but nobody wants the birthday cake one. Um, everyone wants the unicorn one. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how... Um, like some people are often like three chases alone from this set for this guy, but uh, I think it's just that hot item that hey, you you want to be that guy to be like sit and say hey I have a Venom Magneto and you don't. Um, next one we're gonna talk about Sentry who Great. I don't like. Um, I he's good though. I mean he's not bad. I don't mind him at fifty. Not bad. He's not bad. You're I not, mean, he even he even even did good in the uh, the Cheez It Championship. Yeah, so. but you're not gonna play him ever at one fifty. He needed to have some sort of attack and damage power. But let's talk about him at one fifty real quick. Uh, he's one hundred and fifty points or fifty. He's got cosmic energy. He's got a six range. He's Avengers, Cosmic, Dark Avengers, or Horseman. He's got a speed power which is flurry charge, but does not have his speed, so he is moving up the hole. 12 movements. He's got naked 12 attack, 19 impervious, 4 damage, naked. He has two traits. First one is he reduces penetrating damage, which God Thor should have had. And then his other one is when Sentry KOs an opposing character. After resolutions, roll a d6, one or two, deal him one unavoidable damage, and a 3 through 6, remove an action token from him. He has basically full dial steel energy except for the first click, so he does have a lot of healing power. Um, he's good. I just I don't like the naked attack and defense on the first click. I mean, it's fine. Still, he still hits like a truck anyway. I mean, twelve for four is a lot. So I mean, especially like I, I mean, he's 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 expensive at one hundred fifty. He is half your build, so that's that's what holds him back. I think at least competitively. Yeah, but well, don't, for, I, don't forget he's got flurry too. So he's he's, he's twelve it, for it, potentially eight. You know, yeah, that's that's my thing. Is I mean, he's got. And he's moving twelve squares by himself, and his trait is actually pretty good. Like there is the downside of the one to two, but you have a much better odds of hitting that three through six. So you're just taking a token off. So I mean, he could just keep going as long as he's killing stuff, which is pretty good. I mean, not like not like Vulture keep going, but you know, he can go turn over turn basically. Yeah, and he, and he's durable. So 
I think if you are playing him, you're playing him at 50. They did give him that 50-point level because of the Chase Apocalypse to give him one of the horsemen. So I think it, I think that's the super the, the the prime one. Or is it the prime one? Sorry, yeah. Um, but for 50, you're getting 10 charge, 11 steel energy, 18 invuln, 3 damage, exploit. So at least you're getting the exploit at that point. And... Um, but for that, you're, it's pretty much a Emperor Vulcan super rare, except for he reduces penetrating. So it would be a little bit harder to kill him. So it's not horrible. I forget what you even all get with that uh, Apocalypse. Uh, let's see. Is that the Prime or the regular version? That is the Prime version. So he can give him either... Uh, so he can give him Steel Energy, which he already has, but what is it? Where is it? It's Super Strength, uh, Poison, Can't Be Healed, or Exploit. Yeah, so I would say probably the, either the poison or can be healed would be the thing to give him, obviously. Yeah. So he's not terrible, but I was just kind of expecting a little bit more from Sentry. Yeah, I get that. But I just like, the thing that holds him back competitively is that he's 150 points. Otherwise, I think Dial's good. Like, he's yeah. not... I would have even mind, like, a Quake on that opening click to Flurry Quake. I mean, it's not penetrating, mm-hmm. but it's something for 150 points. It's yeah. just, you're not going to be going through Impervious. You're not going to be going through Invuln. Um, you've got the rollouts with the senses and the shape change. The 12 attack is nice, but it's just, I don't like the fact that he's a naked, like, just he's naked for attack and damage. Yeah. He needed something. Yeah, I didn't think they were going to give him a lot of attack, a lot of attack bars because, like, pe- uh, was it precision strike is benched, so that oh, leaves yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of more range powers like EE psychic blast. I mean, I guess they could have gave him, or did they bench super strength? I don't think they did. I mean, because to I me, Hulk, to me, Quake is the way to go. Yeah, yeah. that's Wait. fair because that that helps him deal with like multi targets that are like squishier, so you can just punch a bunch of people. Um, but yeah, I can see. I mean, that's that's fair. I didn't think the damage. I, I guess I can see why they didn't give him a damage power because he just he's got charge flurry and the full speed is good. So I mean, like Anthony said, he's hitting for potentially eight. So that's a lot. Yeah, let's give. Yeah, I will say that's a lot. But let's give Sky Tyrant, who's a third of his points, <laughs> flurry basically the same stuff with exploit. Same exact power. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't understand why they did that. It's don't, just. The that, math that, does not make sense with Sky Tyrant, no matter how much I think about it and break it down. Like there well, is yeah, no math that makes up for that. Well, yeah, especially because he can also like as soon as he kills something, Sky Tyrant doesn't die the first time you well, kill him. And he so. yo-yos himself. Like, oh, yeah, I, I hit. Oh, I hit three people. Okay, I'm going to move twenty squares away back to my starting area. Like, yeah, it doesn't no, I, make sense. No, he's definitely not balanced at all. Uh, I, I, I completely agree with that. I, but we're 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 just here, yeah. so it's it's that sky tyrant math that we always talk about on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, next one, I'll take Hulk. Go ahead, Hulk. take Hulk. Because <laughs> uh, I would rather take Hulk than Ricky. Because Hulk's more my speed. Oh, anyway. you hear that, Ricky? If if you listen to the podcast anymore. No, I'm just uh, I miss, I miss, I miss our Ricky. I mean, <laughs> I mean Ricky Barnes. If you're, li- if you ever listen, to Ricky, I miss you. Um, so, all right, Hulk. We have is the Hulk of War from like when Apocalypse made him the Horseman of War. So he's either two twenty five, which unfortunately you're not playing him at because that is way too yeah. much of your force for modern, or fifty, which I really like him at. So I will talk about his fifty line, but I will do all of his traits and stuff. So 
He is a giant, so that's cool. He has cosmic energy, zero range with one target. He has the armor, brute, horseman, and monster keywords. He has improvement blocking and characters, so he's gone wherever he wants to go, which I do like. And he has a, one trait, a special speed power, a special attack power, and a special defense power. His trait is the second horseman, War. If an opposing character was damaged this turn, modify Hulk's attack plus one. If an opposing character was KO'd this turn, modify his attack plus two instead. So, pretty good. I think they did that as like a balance. So, yeah, he starts with ten attack, but if he doesn't make the first attack and someone got damaged, so he's like a, um, he's like a Wendigo. He gets better if something's been hurt. So... His special speed power is Rage, given purpose, Brutality, given form, Charge, Flurry. His special uh, attack power, which starts on his first click there for 50 points, which is three, click, three clicks long for 50 points. He gets the special speed power on click two. Um, so the attack power is like Lambs to the Slaughter, Blades, Claws. When Hulk uses it, also deal damage equal to half the D6 result to each untargeted opposing character adjacent to Hulk, which is pretty good. So with proper positioning with him, because he's giant, and being able to get into a, a group of enemies, um, he could do a lot of damage. Um, and it's... Uh, but it's just dealt damage, so I don't think his exploit weakness will proc, because it does. it's not like he's making another close attack. So that's fine, but he's still dealing damage, so I would probably roll blades all the time, honestly. I mean, yeah, you're risking not doing the four damage that he has there, but... I like the the ability to just do extra damage to targets. And then his stop click on click 3 is single-minded brutality. Stop. Invulnerability regeneration. Safeguard opposing probability control. That's pretty good. He has steel energy on that click 2, uh, as well as on, on click his stop click as well as click 2, so he can heal all the way to top dial. Um, so, he's pretty good. I think he'll see some play at 50 for sure. Uh, the giant, The great size is really what helps him, I think. Being able to just keep going turn over turn by taking tokens off yourself is really good. Um, you do have to protect him because he's a easy 17 to get shot at. So, But he has the stop click to help, so that's nice. And with the giant reach, um, he has a 6 square swing by himself, and he can be TK because he's a single base. So, I think he's a threat, but uh, I think he has some weaknesses because of his size and stuff. But I think he'll see play. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Sorry, I, I, I was on mute. I was talking for like 30 seconds. Oh, uh, geez. Oh. Go ahead, Anthony. No, um, I don't know. I, I mean, um, at first I didn't like him because, you know, he's he is an easy target. He seems like he's got some pretty low defenses. Um, also, his his low attack, I mean, he, he relies on the um, the other character to get damaged, or an opposing character to get damaged. So you have to, like, get a hit in first with somebody else. Um, so I, and, I, and I didn't like the fact that his special power... I wish he had Flurry on his first click instead of yeah, his second I get that. click. Um, but, I mean, I'm, I see your point. I mean, I see... I mean, uh, he can be used... I mean, or I just wish he was maybe less than 50 points. I, th- I feel like at, like, maybe, like, at 40 points, he would be, like, a total... Totally, obviously, he would be better at less points because that's that's just anybody's better at less points. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, obviously, like I don't, I don't know. I think like monsters are getting cheap enough now because you have like, yeah, he's the same points as Sky Tyrant, but like he offers different things 
than Sky yeah. Tyrant. So yeah. like, I'm okay. I'm okay with like running like a Sky Tyrant and then him because like Sky Tyrant's probably gonna hit and hurt something, and right. it, he just gets that plus one if something was hurt. Doesn't matter who it was. Doesn't matter who he attacks after that. So it's not bad. Um, he can carry somebody up on the way at least. So that's good because he's giant. So um, I, I don't know. I, do you I, think, I, I think he's he's potentially good enough to uh, in, to not play two Sky Tyrants just to play a Hulk and a Sky Tyrant. You think he's that yeah, good? yeah? Because I mean, one I, one Sky Tyrant does a lot, and yeah, I haven't really like, seen you don't really need many, to for sure. Yeah, I haven't really seen many people play two honestly. And unlike monster teams, you have so much support for so cheap. Like between either like Venom Magneto. Or commissioner, and then you have him now. So like you can build up a cheap team really easily. So like you have two. Like you have okay. Hold on, let me see if I can do this. So you have, uh, you have a Hulk, right? So he's fifty. You have a Sky Tyrant for another fifty. I think commissioner is like thirty-five. No, if I'm not mistaken, he's twenty-five. Or he's twenty-five. Okay, so you have so that's one hundred and twenty-five points, and then just for that, so that's like your primary attacker and Sky Tyrant. Your leadership, which you can even include in a Venom Magneto if you wanted to get the TK uh, for 35. So that's 160 points. And that's your, your plus four already. Um, what else does, What else goes on a monster team right now? Well, uh, here, just, well, well hear, hear me out for Hulk. So this is my problem with him because he relies on somebody else attacking. <laughs> the strategy most people play with Sky Tyrant is across the board hit, and then fly back. You don't have the actions to get Hulk because you don't you don't have the actions to get Hulk into the fight when Sky Tyrant gets the first attack off because you need the two TKs from uh, Venom Strange or a Scarab or something like that to get Sky Tyrant all the way over there. He makes the attack. He comes back. That leaves you with one action left. Okay. That, it's just that's the biggest problem that I find with Hulk and that thing. Basically, you with Hulk, you want your opposing team to come to you so that your figures can do action economy to damage people. So then he buffs up his attack. So I guess the only the something I would think to pair with him then um, that's not Sky Tyrant is the uh, Firstborn from Wonder Woman. I know he's not like heavy in the meta scene right now, but I think he's got potential. Um, and he's very like an aggro piece because he just phases over and then plants himself in front of all the opposing characters and literally can just token up potentially an entire team and then they're stuck for a turn and then your guys can move up at the same time and not be as worried about uh, having to get uh, retaliated against because he just tokened everything basically and then next turn you're probably taking a token off at least firstborn probably Hulk because it's a 3 through 6 you have good odds then you can hit with either Firstborn or whatever else you've moved up, and then the least that would be my strategy with him would be just play very very aggressive. Yeah, I think him with Blackheart goes well together because Blackheart has the energy explosion, so you just deal damage to three people, and then he gets a plus three right away. Yeah, that, that the fact that guy that uh, what's his name Blackheart can do potentially the whole like penetrating thing too. Yeah, you're you're more drawing people into you with a Blackheart team than a Sky Tyrant team. I'm not saying Sky Tyrant shouldn't still be on that team. That's 175. I mean, that's a lot of points right there. But at least with that, you're making people attack 
your black heart, which he has the two stop clicks on. So then hopefully they'll. Plus he's taking. Is it from an attack? What I don't I don't think he can get plus three. I can I think he can only get plus one or or plus two. Yeah. It's oh, not sorry. Plus, it's yeah. not, I thought it was one per attack. No. Um, no, I was just trying to think if Mystics would play into his Horseman trait. Yes, because it's just when opponent was damaged this turn. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's my turn, and I take Mystics, would he get plus one on your turn? That's what. Uh, I'm if, an opponent, if an opposing character was damaged this turn, so. Um, Let's say they attack you. You you're the one with mystics. They take damage. You would get plus one attack, but it would be during their turn, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's only during your turn. But like, because I was just thinking, if they're attacking your black heart that has mystics, that would then start proctoring Hulk for your turn. But because it is their turn, it resets once it goes back to your turn. Yep. Yeah. So that, yeah. that stinks. Yeah. But like I get what they I get what they did with him like it's not great but he has I think I just think he has potential at fifty like I think he'll see play he's cheap enough and I think he offers a decent amount like yeah he's got low attack values but there are ways to work around that because he's cheap enough where you can still have him on, like you can have enough of the other stuff on your force to make it work and I, I think he's a decent threat because again with great great size you just have the potential to keep going every turn yeah. The- so- I think the giant hurts him a little bit because they can just pick him off from behind. So you're you can't really protect him unless you're inside blocking. Yeah, yeah. So, but he destroys blocking, so that actually could play to your advantage potentially. I think he's great on like uh, what's that one map with all the rooms? Oh, what ancient hold? Or, I think he's uh, great on ancient hold. <laughs> yeah, ancient hold or uh, what was that uh, king's tomb? Yeah, he shines on those maps. Yeah. Um. All right, last one, Ricky Barnes. I like this guy, girl. Is it a guy or a girl? It's a girl, I believe. Um, I'm trying to make her work somehow. It doesn't have the best keywords, but has decent ones. But she is 75 points, team player, 5 range, has a 9 special power for movement, which is in any order. You may move, make a close attack, or range attack. If she attacks, she has her printed damage value. And she has targeting characters and adjacent. So she is shooting out of adjacency, and she's shooting through characters. She has an 11 Quake. She also has an 18 Defense, which is Energy Shield Deflection, Toughness, adjacent from the characters that are not on their starting click, Modified Defense plus 1. Somewhat helpful if you're getting kind of dinked and dimed by other figures. And then she has a 3 damage Leadership. She ignores elevation for movement, and she has a trait, which is the first time Ricky Barnes would be KO'd. Instead, turn her to click six, then heal her a number of clicks equal to the number of different team abilities that all characters on the map can use. So well, if I, there's I eight if, team abilities, you heal up four. I wonder if hers can count for that. Uh, when she would be KO'd, so she would still be on the map. Yeah, so then hers could count for that too, which is cool. So. Yeah. Yeah, because when that's, she that's, it could heal quite a bit depending on like your t- and with her keywords, you might have a decent swath of team abilities. Honestly, yeah, shield Avengers, and it's whatever your opponent is playing. Also, oh, isn't it Avengers? She has Exiles, Fantastic Four, Pass. Shield, no, I'm Soldier. saying if there's a couple Shield Avenger uh, team abilities out there. Oh yeah, yeah. What about with that uh, that Spider-Man uh, team up card um, that just came out? Does she? 
that he, he gives out like every team ability to what Ghost Rider, Wolverine, and uh, Hulk, I believe. I don't... Is it, isn't it a Fantastic Four keyword too? I think or no, I'm pretty sure it's just those three that are on the card. Let me double check. Hold on. I don't. Oh know yeah, which, yeah. Which one yeah, that is. All, yeah. So at the beginning of the game, if all three listed characters on your force, this game. Spider-Man and the listed characters can use the Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, X-Men, and Mystic's team abilities. So that's four right there. But you have to have all three on the field, which is kind of tough, I guess. Well, if you're building, like, non-theme, I guess that's fine, but, like, there's not a good Hulk for Fantastic Four right now. There's there's a 40-point Prime Ghost Rider, which is good. Yeah. Um, And then the Wolverine, I think. I mean, there's a bunch of good Wolverines, so uh, I think you can make that work. But you have to, it's the only problem with his is you have to have all three on the field. So there's yeah. a thirty point uh, um, OP kit Wolverine that just came out that has actually he has three team abilities by himself. Yeah. If he oh yeah, no, he's, he's fantastic. He's, he's, he's great. Like I think he's really good. But no, I like her. I'm gonna try to make her to work probably with a soldier or pass team. She, I just I like the fact that she's kind of got almost like the the uh, the team based mechanic where you can move and then make two attacks. Yes, it's only eleven attack for three damage. You can't up that anyway, but you can have out wit. You can um, shoot out of adjacency which is a big thing for a lot of people so i think she has a place i just don't know where it is quite yet yeah it's i think she i feel like she needs to be equipped with something yes i mean yeah like obviously until it rotates power gym is always a good option like well that that's not going to work because it's a printed damage value Oh yeah. yeah so maybe, maybe like uh, I was thinking, the energy explosion ring or the liar ring or something like that. I was or? thinking liar ring because you could just move and then mind control twice. And the ten range mind control is fantastic. So yeah, yeah I would be for that. Yeah, I always like some liar ring. So but yeah, I think there's a place for her. I, it's it's weird. Her last click is psychic blast and exploit but there's, like, no stop click, so you have to kind of get lucky to fall on that one. And that's when you want to do that move close attack, range attack, is when she has the penetrating damage. Uh, but, yeah, that of course, she could come back to that one. Anyways, but that is going to be our set review for the set. I really like this set. Um, it has lots of good stuff in there. Uh, I got to play around. It, it adds a ton to monsters, a ton to Fantastic Four, a ton to X Men. Not a lot to Avengers, but enough out there. It has uh, a, it has a chunk, which is all right. Yeah. So. I was kind of hoping it would add more to Guardians, but it doesn't do that much to Guardians. Uh, like, like they're cool, but they're definitely not meta. That's for sure. Yeah, like it's it's kind of weird how we have a Rocket Raccoon and a Gamora, but no Groot, Drax, or Star Lord. I mean, we got Kitty Pride Starler, which made, like, yeah. they pulled, like, that exact team up was that one from that run is when she took over. So it makes sense, but yeah, that we didn't really get, like, a big chunk of their lineup, or, or, like, any of the more recent lineups, too. Yeah. I mean, I don't know much about the Empire storyline. I was kind of hoping for more Kree rather than the the soldier, and there's one guy in a pink suit. Uh, but I was kind of hoping oh. for that. Um, we got a decent amount of scrolls. Uh, how many scrolls did we get? Let's see here. We got one, two. Yeah, we got like eight, ten scrolls. So that's nice. And uh, Hulkling's real good. So 
Oakland so is... Which soup? Which uh, Super Scroll do you like better, the old one or this one? The old one. This one I think is garbage. Yeah, <laughs> just because in in cap to me is pointless in the game right now. If yeah, if he had Mastermind, then I could maybe make a case for him. But he's just there's no damage output, and the fact that he can't even take the power that the sidekick is taking. If he if it was choose a friendly kite a sidekick and a displayed attack power that an opposing adjacent character can use him and the sidekick can use it then yes yeah that would have that would have really helped him out because like the cool thing is he spits out the sidekicks so you could like spit one out have it move up him copy a power along with the sidekick and then him at least make use of it which would have been cool you know he's got i mean he's got a he's got a good rollout through his whole dial which is good because it scrolls and you can't modify his values because guardians which is also good um, you know, I mean, he starts with besides the end cap, he starts with good powers, running shot, uh, impervious, and the shape change leadership. So he's got two rollouts, which is good. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough. Like, I mean, he's 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 different, but he's I don't think he's better than the old one, honestly. No, there's pros and cons of both of them. This one, like you said, spits out figures and has leadership. The other one just is a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, I mean, this one's more of a team player, obviously, for your Scrolls team because of his leadership and everything. Um, but yeah, it's an, or or if he gave out his the thing to uh, all sidekicks, yeah, or any or, scroll. Or, 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 well, or just all sides uh, sidekicks because then it would at least be however many Scroll spies or whatever you have on the field. Yeah, they all get it. So honestly, I like I like Roland. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Roland's the best scroll in the set, I think. Yeah, he's uh, very good. Hulkling's not bad. He just has a really short dial. I wish he would have started with shape change on his lower click. But Roland is... I've playtested him a few times, and he's really good. At least with Hulkling, you've got Power Cosmic Mastermind. So, yes. like, he's probably kicking it, and he spits out Mastermind fodder. So, yeah. you've at least got that going for you. But, yeah, I mean, Roland's good. Again, any Swiss Army knife is probably going to be pretty solid. Yeah. And he's a great sideline figure for when you're playing against X-Men figures, too. Like, just put him on your sideline, and then if you have captains or sidekicks, they get plus one attack to X-Men, which is huge right now. Yeah, so I mean, you could you could even play, like, one on your main force if you wanted to, and have one, because he's not unique, so you can have one on your sideline. Yeah. And I didn't realize that the Legacy card Mockingbird was a Skrull, so I'm going to have to get that card as well. Uh, oh yeah. Well, if you're if you're playing a scrolls team though and you have a choice between Roland and uh the old super scroll for seventy five points, which one do you pick? The old one. Yeah. yeah. So Because at all times mm-hmm. you could give him a triple rollout with the thing and Mr. Fantastic. So you could be super senses, shape change, and impervious. Mm-hmm. Um I've play tested with Super Scroll a lot, and when you pick the thing and Mr. Fantastic, you're getting a was that a four charge with close combat expert with a giant reach four. Yeah, which is really I mean that's really good. So he's a twelve uh, for four, maybe twelve for five if you pick up a light object nowadays, but at that giant reach four is huge on him. Yeah. The thing you just always have to remember with him, it's the beginning of your turn, which I always forget. Are you still trying to make scroll general work? Because I feel like at least with how many people potentially have like the four through six rollout, like that could be. Yeah, I mean, if you can make a whole team of scrolls and you just get one scroll rollout, 
then your team just can't be targeted. <laughs> yeah, because Scroll General's cheap, which I like. Like, he's 30 points, so well, he's not bad. What's great about Scroll? we're getting down a rabbit hole, but what's great about Scroll General is he gives all Scrolls the Underworld team ability. So yeah, everyone yeah. carries everybody. <laughs> yeah, which is really good. So that's, that's pretty nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I am still trying to make Scroll General. Um, I think Scroll is almost there. They just need... Like, they need a TK, and I don't think there's any TK for Skrulls right now. And, yeah, there's no TK for Skrulls right now that I see. Nope. So, yeah, it's almost there. Wiccan's not a bad Skrull person, too, because he just gives adjacent um, people that use a team ability that he can use plus one defense, and he's a team player, so he can just pick whatever... He wants to give, uh, or what team ability he wants. Yeah, your cheapest scroll, I don't think is modern anymore, right? Because I think Captain Marvel rotated out. It was the scroll technician, but that, your, no, that scroll, was your. No, scroll spy is 20 points if you need that. Scroll technician, he was like, what was he? Uh, 50, 50. Yeah. Oh, for TK? Yeah, for TK. Oh, for yeah. TK, yes. Yeah, sorry, I was, I was looking for your TK there. Yeah. Uh, I mean,. If you really want to, you just put five points, spin ring, there's your TK. Yeah, which is true. Um, But anyways, that is our review of Empire. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Sorry it took so long. Uh, And then we are finally going to get into our last segment, which is our Clixing It Crew question of the day. There's no such thing as stupid questions, except for Billy's questions. And our question was, what is your... Hero Clicks New Year's resolution. We had a few people comments. So let's read them off quick before we get into them. First one was Peter Marshall. He said, My first Hero Click resolution is to complete my chase set of Venom and the Absolute Carnage set. I need a De Venom and a Penny. My second resolution is to continue to play figures I've owned and never played. Set delays make this more likely to happen. You should be able to get yourself a De Venom and Penny now that all keywords are. Um, theme because those were the ones that set them over the top was they made scientist and robot a theme team because they were generic at first so uh, the hard thing about that is that set is sold out everywhere so it's really hard to get part of that set Luis Reyes says stop changing my builds right before a tournament Matty G said make a local hero click scene of six plus people regularly which is really hard to do I'd say be more prepared before events but everyone knows that won't happen PJ Boland says to host the biggest event of the year. We'll see if that happens for his uh, April tournament. And then Brad Broyles said to win the biggest event of the year. Uh, Anthony, what is your Hero Clicks New Year's resolution? Um, well, all of those were really good. Um, I think you know the playing figures that you that you own that you never play is a really good one. Um, it made me think of myself and i think my my new year's resolution is just to play more in-person clicks you know as long as it's safe to do so i think uh i think i want to play more i mean and you know i'm a big proponent of roll 20 uh but i also love playing in person and i just want to play more hero clicks that's you know yeah we we missed a whole year of our life of not playing hero clicks because of the pandemic and all sat behind our computers for a whole year, so we have to all get back out there. Dan, what's your New Year's resolution or Hero Clicks resolution? Uh, I'd like to play more competitive events. I feel like I should I should 
dip my foot a little heavier in that side and at least get a better feel for it. So um, I still play the way I want to play, but I mean, I would like I would just like I want I want to see the other end of it. So and try to get uh, better overall at it. So because I, I I think I'm a halfway decent player. So I think I could at least uh, try to place every now and then. So. Would you, are you so? Are you saying play more competitive in competitive scenes, or play more competitive like when we yeah, play yeah. at the or when we play at the venue? No, no, no. Could play uh, compete more competitive events. Okay. Like, uh, like, so like, in, like like more like say, like 300 modern, you know, like that type of thing. So still play for fun at our venue, but then bring it for competitive events. Yeah, I mean, if we're having a competitor, uh, competitive event in our venue, I mean, sure, I'll, I'll try, I'll bring it as best I can, you know. But uh, yeah, otherwise, we're like obviously for competitive events, definitely try to go and get my feet wet, you know. Yeah. Um, as for me, honestly, I was thinking about it. I would obviously like to play more, but with two kids, it's really hard to do that, especially with a wife that hates my hobbies. Um, but I would like to play more. I think I'm going to cut back on spending. I kind of really went all out on Empire just because I didn't do a lot with Rise and Fall. Also, it was... <laughs> Empire was like that cocaine addiction that like you kept waiting for and waiting for and waiting for, and you finally got that hit, and then you just went nuts and did all of it. <laughs> because it was, pretty, supposed pretty to come, yeah, it was supposed to come out three months ago, and then it was supposed to come out two weeks ago, and then it was finally here, and then you just blew your wad and got as much as you could because it was finally out there. So it's worth, it's worth it, though. It was. So I'm probably going to simmer it down for War of the Realms. I would like to get rid of some of my older figures that I don't play because they just keep stockpiling. I still think what's going to happen to my collection like when I die. Like I Is my wife just going to toss it all or what? So I would like to get rid of some of the other ones just to fund it's, but for some reason, I feel like I have this deep connection with all my clicks, and I don't want to get rid of them. Like, I'm sure I could get like a hundred bucks or so for Emperor Gladiator. Um, I don't know if I'll ever play him again, but it's just it's just that feeling of knowing like I have him, which is like it's <laughs> soothing. I guess is a way that's like Dan. Whenever you get your uh, God Thor, it's like ah, I have him, and <laughs> I don't ever want to yeah. get him up. <laughs> well, yeah. Wait, what figure were you talking about? You're, when you get God Thor, no, 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 for you. I mean, oh, like Emperor Gladiator. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of people have like those figures, you know. So like, yeah. But I, I get, I get, I get that though. Like I have my Superman Prime that I'll never sell, but I'll probably also never play, and it's just a collective or a collector item for me right now, and that's all he is. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. Um, while we're on that subject, Anthony, what is a figure out there that like you will probably never play again, but that you will never sell or trade? Is there a certain hero oh, figure out um, there? I mean, I, I'm kind of a collector. Uh, I, I do that a lot. I, I have lots of figures that I just like kind of hoard. Um, I mean a lot, I, I typically only play, I don't really play a lot of golden age. So when things rotate out, I tend to keep them around, but don't play them. Um, for example, Starro. Um, I love Starro. Definitely not going to give him away. <laughs> um, I actually got my Starro from uh, from Bratislava in uh, <laughs> when it came out. <laughs> um, I, I bought one from from like Europe on like some website that I wasn't sure was real. <laughs> okay, but uh. 
but um but uh it was it was real and i talked to the guy that was selling him and this was right before this was right when the uh when the um when it was like the big thing at the time and it was, it was right when it was a con exclusive and it, and it like everybody was looking for him and i couldn't find him anywhere online and i really wanted a starro and um I, I just, you know, you, you sometimes, you know, like when you're searching the internet and you're not sure if this is a scam or not. And I was like, is this is like from another country or if it's like, if it's legit or not. And I messaged the guy and he said like, yeah, I have one. And I, I trusted him and, and I, lo and behold, now I have a, a Starro from like, <laughs> from like Eastern Europe. So I mean, it's, I'll never get rid of him. Um, I mean, I also love, I mean, a lot of my Colossals, I, I like, I keep them on my desk, my Colossals. Because they're just they just look cool. So like I have the Tri Sentinels. I love Tri Sentinels, and um, uh, even even the even the new Colossals like Master Mold. He's such a. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll use I use him in, in a lot of a lot of teams, but um, you know, eventually, I know eventually I I won't anymore, and then I'll just never sell them. <laughs> well, and it doesn't help that they're really good looking too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like the Colossals, Whiz Kids have always, I felt like, done right with making them. And they're just more like those statues that people collect more than figures you want to play with. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but all right. That is going to be it for this episode. Uh, one thing I did want to mention to everybody uh, Clicksing it is going to take a little bit of a break. Um, I've been not stressed. But I've just had a lot on my plate lately with finishing out the year with weddings, and I work basketball games now, and Madison is um, growing up, and she keeps getting ear infections. So, like, last night, I was up with her from 12.30 to 2.30 in the morning, even with her tube. So I'm just a little overwhelmed right now. Uh, Kane isn't going to be joining us for a few weeks, too, because he has work. So... We've been pretty consistent on this channel for the past two years because we did start in March of 2020. Uh, every Monday we do our podcast. We uh, haven't missed that many Mondays. We may have taken a few Mondays off here and there just because we've been super tired. But um, we're going to take a couple weeks off. We'll we'll be back towards the end of January, but I need some time to recharge my batteries. Um, we're still going to be doing the Patreon um, I'll still be putting up random videos every now and then. Like I did just order a uh, Troll and Toe was having another big deal on the Flash set. So I bought a whole new case for like 30 bucks off there. So I'm going to be doing another unboxing for that one because I want to get me a KC Flash or a Professor Zoom. But uh, we're going to take a little bit of a hiatus from the podcast, probably like two or three weeks. We're going to come back fresh. Um, I'll come up with some new sound bites for all the... Um, segments that we do here we'll bring make it meta back we'll maybe bring back um it's a bird it's a point it's a hero clicks we'll get some new uh guests on here uh it'll be better when we get back but we're going to take a little bit of a recharge uh in january here to start off the new year and um i don't think there's gonna be that much to talk about anyways maybe once um anthony's tournament is over we'll have him back on here and we can talk about um how his tournament went and maybe we can have the uh winner if it's not me or Dan um, on the show as well, but that's going to be the plan for clicking it uh, for the month of January, but we will be back. We aren't going to go anywhere, but I want to thank everybody for sticking around with us for the review. 
And um, Anthony, thank you so much for joining us as well. Thank you for having me. Now, one thing I did forget to ask that I know all the people out there listening want to know, are you drinking coffee right now or is it too late? <laughs> I am actually drinking tea. <laughs> okay. I, I was too. I was like, it's a little too late for coffee or else I'm going to be up till like one o'clock. I'm going to have some warm tea in my basement right now. Um, but I just had to ask that. Like, I wonder if he's drinking coffee. If whenever he is, that's his, that's his thing is whenever he's on a podcast or does his own podcast, he has to be drinking coffee while he does it. Um, but Dan, thanks again for joining us. Uh, we'll let you know, Anthony, when we can get those payments over to you for the tournament, and then we'll get you our teams. I'm sure me and Dan want to do some team building and things like that before. Yes, so. everybody, everybody, go sign up. And if you're not playing, or you know, you can still donate. Don't forget, don't forget, you can still donate. It's a great cause. Yep, and they can find all that information on your Facebook page. Correct. Absolutely. All right. Uh, make sure if you're looking for Hero Clicks, you head on over to Glass Cannot Hobbies and use code Clixing it C L I X I N I T to get five percent off your order. I believe he is all done with his case breaks, um, but yeah. So and then we have our Patreon coming up in a month. I was going to say soon, but um, I still have to send out a picture of what's going to be for this month's Patreon, and I will be mailing out last month's very soon. I just have to find time to package all of them up. But thanks again, everyone, for joining us. I hope you guys have a great start to your new year. Make sure you stay safe out there. And as always, keep clicking it.